Today is the 8th day of July 2021 and our topic is focus on the mission. We are reading from the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 which says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Our pastor, Pastor Chris Akilome, goes on to say, There are many today, including leaders, who have forgotten the purpose and mission of the church. They are carried away by the work so much, so they have forgotten the objective. It is like being on a journey, but forgetting the destination. They are carried away by the sights and pleasures, the many distractions and attractions on the way. Why do you live? What is your purpose? In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 to 9, the apostle Paul said, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorance of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. For we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raiseth the dead. It is only when you understand your mission that you can have an attitude and mindset as the one we see in the verses we just read. And mindset as the one we see, rather, in the verses we just read. Without a consciousness of the mission, you may be enjoying the journey, but you are going nowhere. That's so pathetic. Imagine you set out to go to Edo State or Delta State and then you see the many structures on the road, you see banana sellers you want to buy, you see the ones selling different items, wristwatches, different kind of things you see. And you even for, forget where you're heading to. So this is what pastor is liking some churches or some pastors or even Christians too. They are not conscious of their purpose. They are more concerned about the events happening, like programs, church programs, the, the, dance, the dancing, the fun, the feasts. All right. It was so with Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, it didn't matter that they put a crown of thorns on his head with blood dripping from him and the excruciating pains from those nails. He endured it all. It doesn't matter what challenges you are facing in your life. Focus on the destination. Don't let the things that happen along the way distract you from finishing your course. Paul demonstrated his resolve as stated in Acts 20 verse 22 to 24. It says, And now, behold, I go bound in the spirits unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy and in ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Amen. This is quite important. 
So on our journey, there are both attractions and distractions. The distractions can be challenges of life, things that want to weigh you down, make you feel bad about yourself, make you think less of what God has called you to be. Some people get so distracted by the challenges of life that they begin to doubt the very existence of God. And before you know it, their entire life becomes a shamble. It is better they are struggling and fighting on the right path than you lose, they lose track completely and begin to head the opposite direction to, of where God called them to be. Hallelujah. What do you think about this? Do you have a contribution? at the churches we have today you see programs upon programs there are some churches as they schedule programs for virtually every sunday maybe if they have a sunday that is free from a program maybe the first sunday and of course first sundays in most churches are thanksgiving services so they you you will see those programs but you would expect that with those magnitude of programs there will be so much changes in people's lives. But what we see is rather a decline. People are working less in the supernatural, working less in, in miracles, working less in the reality of what Christ has brought us into. Because those programs, you know, one thing that Pastor Chris said, I listened to one of his messages, he said, 
that before before you carry out a program like if they don't just start a program that the instruction comes from god first that is the program is, is not better by itself the program came because the, god gave an instruction and that program is to fulfill that instruction to actualize the instruction god has given in you know yes to actualize god's instruction that is why the program came you don't just wake up and say wow okay we need, want to attract youths and we have to do a what they call this a praise nights so that youth will come. What is the what is the goal? What was the mission? They will get so much tied, carried, you know, away with, with activities that they don't even have time to pray. They don't even time have time to say, Holy Spirit, what do you think about this? Choristers will go for rehearsal for you. Know, Apart what from yes, after one ends, another one begins yeah. almost immediately. And in the church, they are they are either you know getting ready to pick up the song that pastor wants to sing, or getting ready to lead worship. Even in the service, they are busy. They might eventually not ushers too walking around security personnel walking around, but they are not conscious of the reason they are in the church. And the church is a fellowship. It doesn't mean what they are doing is, is bad. It's, it's a good service. I've, I've, I've been an usher at some point in my life. I've been at media, media, um, you know, projecting. I've been in the choir. But the average people in those units, they don't have that mindset of, I need to be careful so that I don't lose out on the core, which is to have a relationship so, with God. So people even join the school service to, to run away from it. Exactly, to, to avoid, us. yes. Yeah. The height is instrumentalists. So that doesn't happen in our ministry because our uh, musicians are our members. But the other churches that struggle with getting instrumentalists, they have to pay instrumentalists. And you see them, immediately they, they don't listen. Immediately they are done playing, they exit the church. They just go around. There are some, I've even seen some that they shuffle services. You know, the, the churches have different times where they will need them. Maybe they sing their praises from 7 to 8. The other one sings from 8.30 to... So they move from one church to the other and come back, rotate it. Is that serious? So they get different salaries from different churches. But you are doing yourself a disservice if you live that way and you should have a, even you should have a place where you fellowship yeah. listen to god and 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 get your life better it, it, it's the kind of job you, you know will not, will not allow you to have a like a, a particular church locally like where you go because of your job as you know instrumental for churches you can have a man of god or a preacher that you listen to so that even yeah. Yeah, I, I, I personally I personally don't even believe that as an instrumentalist the only way I can make him money is by going to a church that I don't even have anything to do with. Like I, I might not be in line with their beliefs or doctrines. I just go there to play just for money on, on Sunday. I don't I don't I don't think so. I, I, I believe God has a better plan for us to make money. We should not always put ourselves in a cage where it's either this thing or nothing. You no, know, there are options. If, if it does, be in a band. 
Yes, exactly. There are, there are, there are, there are ways God has provided for us to make money. Just like someone was asking pastor that if my company says I have to take the vaccine or lose my okay, I must take the vaccine or I cannot work there. What do I do? Is the answer is very simple. You quit. Yeah, it just. I will not die. Yes, it just reminds me of something you used to say that yeah, like I learned from. You don't. You are not living to make money. Exactly, exactly. You are not living to make money. You are not existing to because because it just that's what's happening around around us. Everybody is struggling. We are living for the money. Yes. We are living, but at the end of the day, you are supposed to make money to have a better life, to afford exactly. things, to bring the gospel. Yes. But that that doesn't happen at the end of the day. Yes. You are tired or not, you are living in Lagos, you are waking up by 4.30 to meet up with the traffic. Yes. So, when you come back by 11 or 10, yes. like, that, like that Saturday, you have to wash your clothes, Sunday, sometimes you even have to work during the weekends to, to, you know, to balance up for Monday and yes. all of that. At the end of the day, the essence of the money is, is being defeated. You are not having the life. By, by the time you collect the salary, let's say you are earning 300 okay. By the time you collect the salary, family people will come. Okay, we need money, need money. You will give, 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 set it, before you know the money is finished. You that you are the one killing yourself for the money. You are not even using it at the end of the day. So you should not put up. You don't have money. time for yourself. Yes. Don't ever put yourself in a situation that don't let money decide. Like, like you're telling me the other time that because of some some people they can travel the, their job, they have to travel abroad to live there. When they like it or not, they have to go out. That's what the job demands. You can't your job cannot dictate your life. Or you tra- you be transferred, you know, civil servants. Yeah. You just wake up one one morning. You are already established here in Lagos or Delta or wherever. And you just get a letter, you have been transferred to Yenagoa. Or you've been transferred to Nasarawa all of a sudden, just like that. Mm-hmm. And then you carry your family. Their education stops. They have to start another school That's over nice. there, carry everybody there, just like that. Does God want you to live in that place? Have you asked God? If God does not want you to live in that place, then you don't have to be transferred. You can look for another job. It's, it's like a colleague was telling me the other day that what if the employer doesn't want you to work? Because I work um, remotely. He doesn't want you to work from. He wants you to be physically there in the office. And I told my colleague that sorry, then we I can't work. We I can't work with the employer. Yes. Because right now. I have I have a I'm a nursing mother. I have a lot of things I do. I can't afford to wake up by four thirty to catch it to catch a bus and get to work before and I have to be at work before it. And the all the whole thing, where will I put my baby? You know, it's not it's not convenient for me. And I can't be because of a job I risk my family, risk everything that is important to me. So if any employer cannot, you know, risk working remote job, then go with your job. I can't. So it's you as know, simple as that. Pastor here is talking, he's talking about not being distracted yes. by by the things in the in life. Yes. You know, dis- distracted from your work with God. But another kind of way to put it is in the world now, generally, yes. people are distracted by the works they are doing from the life they are they are they, they aim yes. to live, the yes. life they want to live. You want to make all the money, but by the time you are done making the money. You don't have 10 minutes to even spend that money, even if you have it, to spend it. I have I worked in BAT before, and I, I saw how people worked. Even the, the highly placed officers, they work so much. They work to the extent that they have two different laptops. They have um, 
apart from desktop they have in the office, they have a personal laptop that the company gives them that they can use to work at home. So the company has already, even their phones are subscribed you know, with data, subscribed with recharge card, so that whether in the office or not in the office, they are working. They don't have any excuse. Like they are making it comfortable to work, like dedicate your entire time, entire days to work. That is how they make it. They even have facility in the office where if you work late and you can't go home any longer, you can stay stay back there. So everything revolves around the job. Work, work, work. Yes, they are getting we get promoted, they the get more money, yes. But you discover that they don't even have the time to spend that money the way they want to spend it. So the, the, the goal of your life is to be comfortable, but the work that you want to get the money has distracted you from that comfort. And, 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 and it doesn't just end there. You know how the body works? You hold stress and before sickness will come. Yes. Inside that one. Yes. So the life you want to, you might not have you. <laughs> I, have had to, I have had to leave a job before because it was affecting my work abroad. It was affecting you know my time i was so choked and there was a time i was doing like two two three jobs together that was you know, on a, a story on its own that both of us were working at the point in the place we left yeah. because it wasn't the distractions were much and it wasn't yielding sort of the the results when, when the effort you know much yes what you get at the end of the day and i was missing i had to be closing by seven i was missing bible study perpetually i did not like it I did not like it, so I had to quit the job. You know, then another one came. Another one. There, there was a time too. You know, the the way I was working, I had to wake up very early in the morning, get back home late at night. Saturday, I don't even. I'm so tired on Saturday. You know, I just struggled to go to church on Sunday, and I knew this was not the life for me. I left the job. I'm not scared to leave a job. Because I know I have God. And anything that does not allow me have my time with my God is bad. There's something wrong with it. Pastor too has told the story of a guy that was very, very dedicated, committed, committed in the church, was there in all the services, cleaned the church, did a lot of things. The guy got a job. He was praying for a job. He got a job and started, you know, missing services. Wasn't in the church any longer for anything. It didn't take time before they sacked him and he came back to square one. God did not cause them. It was not a judgment that, oh, you are not coming to church again. I'll sack you. No, that was not it. When you are not in fellowship with God, you make yourself vulnerable yes, to the, the devil. devil. Because the devil is just out there. Out there, looking over to pounce on. Yes. Any free space he enters. It's either you are with him, completely with him, you know, and, and you are his friend. So he can give you some things, which of course is going to cost you a lot eventually. Or you are with God. You cannot be in between. You are with God and you are fighting the devil. Or you are with the devil and you are fighting God. You choose one. <laughs> that is it. So it's a it's a you know it's a long discussion. It's something that we can talk about on and on. You know, it does look beautiful the way you know every day. Yeah. It's absolutely different aspect of our life, something that you may not even remember. Yes. So it's just beautiful. Yes. It brings out different perspectives, you know, different 
Thank God for the Rhapsody of Realities. I think of Pastor Chris and Let's take our confession. I refuse to be distracted, I refuse to be distracted by, circumstances, by circumstances, experiences, experiences or, adversity. or adversity. My focus is on Christ, my focus is on Christ. His, word, his word and His purpose for my life. I have a passion for God's agenda with my heart continually set on Him to do His will. I look beyond this world and I am ever strong in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.